0: Hello and welcome to the December 17th, 2023 edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. Today's message is entitled, The Love of God. Today's message comes from Mark chapter 12. And now, Pastor Robert Medley on the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. I don't know if that's appropriate or not, but that'll probably happen a time or two this morning. The love of God. Or we could say my love for God, too, also. And I uh, was in Sunday school for just a little while and and, and went back to kind of regroup, and and, uh, it was on the love of God or God's love. But we look at the situation today in, in our lives, how God has blessed us and how God has loved us. God has loved us from the very beginning, and we use sometimes we refer to that scripture many times, and that is a great scripture, John three sixteen, and the first part of that for God to love the world, and the world itself is not what he was talking about; it's the people that are in the world. There's people today in the world that has the hatred, that has the unconcern, that doesn't know about our Lord Jesus Christ. They may know of or about Him, but they don't know of Him because they haven't accepted Him as their personal Savior. But having the love of God in our life in this time of year, we know that love is running pretty deep. And why I say that is because there is something about the atmosphere of this time of the year of our, our, our of our world that we know what the what it is. and we've heard the singing this morning, we know just how great of God is. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Uh, But the love of God, there's no other love that we can ever measure. There's no way to measure the love of God and there's no way that we can love God more than he loves us. How do you say that pastor? That's the best way I know how to say it. We just can't love him any more than he loves us. He continues to pour his love out upon us, give us the blessings of life, help us through the times of trouble. Is because of that love. And let's look at verse uh, 12 Chapter 12, verse 28, in the book of Mark, starting at the 28th. Mark 12, starting at 28. I don't have my little lie here. That's all right. And one of the scribes came and having heard them such uh, reasoning. Together And perceiving that he had answered them well asked him which is the first commandment of all And Jesus answered him The first of all commandment is Hear O Israel the Lord our God is one Lord And thou shalt love the Lord thy God With all thy heart With all thy soul With all of thy mind And with all of thy strength This is the first commandment in saying that, stopping there for just a moment, that is the first commandment, and I was, I was, I have been reminded in life that we the priorities in life is God uh, our father which is in heaven number one uh, you know we put him first in our life and everything uh, will kind of fall into its place uh, and you say uh, you believe that yes I do I believe when we put God first that's not saying that we forget our family that's not saying we forget about our jobs but when we put God first beginning everything begins to fall together because we read over in in, in Matthew it says uh, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you and when we find Jesus Christ when you found Jesus Christ as your personal savior your life began to be turned around as the saying is you would made a 180 degree I wasn't that bad of a Christian or a person you may not have been but you still made that complete turn and started living for the Lord because the love of Jesus came into your life the love that he showed us uh, because when he was born in Bethlehem it all started at that time he was born there and we're going to see this tonight in the program when we preached last Sunday on the on the, ma- uh, the manger but because of Jesus Christ uh, we have that love today one for the other and one to another you can't outgive give love we look around and we see people today that is hungry for something in life not the physical hungry but hungry because they're not satisfied the way that they're they're not comfortable or they're not satisfied. Maybe you shouldn't be comfortable. Maybe we need to get out of our comfort zone, but be comfortable in their life because there's something missing. And I would have I would be safe in saying that there's something is missing is they don't know have Jesus Christ as their personal Savior And serving him. We look at all the things in the life in the Bible that God has told us and all the promises that He has promised us, and they're coming, they are beginning to unfold and front of us we're seeing this daily we're seeing things that that has been written in the word for many years and it's becoming more reality to us today because we're seeing it with our own eyes but we still know the love of God God so loved us that he cared there's people today that really again as I say that really doesn't know the real meaning. Well, they may know the meaning of love, but they really haven't felt uh, that saturating love that God allows us to have in our heart. He loves us. He cares for us. We think of that today so very much. Um, That was the first commandment that you love. Let's read the the next verse. And the second... (laughs) And the second commandment... uh, And the second is like... Uh, namely this they shall love thy neighbor as thyself there is none other commandment greater than these. Now, that was the two main commandments. There's ten of the commandments, but we love. And we see in the world today, and I've shared that with you before, there is people that's living among us, uh, and I, I, I'm as guilty as anyone. that I may not know who our neighbors is. I may not know who they are, but that's not what it's saying. Love thy neighbor. We do love them. We need to associate. I need to be friendly with those. Uh, it used to be when you moved in a community, and this happened to us when we moved. To Pinecrest, uh, where we live now, that, that our neighbors uh, brought us a big, uh, a big uh, 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 plate of cookies. Praise God, welcoming us to the community. Haven't seen them since. But they were there. (laughs) That is showing love that they really cared. As I said, that the people today that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior is missing out on a great thing in life. They're missing out on a blessing that whenever there's nothing that ever can replace the love of Jesus Christ. We love one another. We care for one another. We love our companion. We love our children. But can I imagine how much more love Jesus has for me that he has promised me that place to go and to live with him forever and forever. That is genuine love. Had a lady, I don't know who it was was I was talking to this week. Probably there was somebody, but we were talking about their kids that has moved in with them. And I just kind of grinned and said, yeah, I've been there, done that. But I said, we have to love them. And we have to show them. There's people that is in prison today that is in the penitentiary that has found Jesus Christ through their personal Savior. Isn't that right, Brother Jerry? They found Jesus Christ as their personal Savior even though they've committed a crime and they're there to serve their time. But somewhere they have found that peace, that joy, that happiness in knowing Jesus Christ. Isn't that great? It really doesn't matter i mean they realize in this length of time that what had happened in their life and they're paying for that through the society through the through the through the world today that they're serving their time and continue to serve their time but that doesn't that just because they go into that place doesn't mean that they're locked out from god god is able to come in and to minister to them god is able to touch their hearts and let them find peace and joy and happiness you know what They've got a soul just the same as you and I have, and God loves that soul. No, he didn't like the crime they committed. I want to get off of that, but what I wanted to stress to us, that God is moving, can can move and will move in those needs in life. They may realize they messed up, no doubt that they have, messed up in life. In this life. But God has rewarded them. By saving their soul. And they got a chance to go to that. Heavenly home. As same as you and I. Because they've met uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. uh, As their personal savior. When you met the Lord. You were lost. When you accepted him in your life. You accepted his love. And didn't it look a lot better to you. when When you felt his love. Come in and the hatred, and Satan, I don't want to call it love, but Satan was leaving you alone because, no, he won't never leave us alone, but he, he had to flee because you found that joy, that peace, and that happiness. As I said, when we when those that don't know the Lord, they can't relate to those how much love it is. You see people today that God has blessed them in their life, and he has given them a chance to find that joy, that peace, and that happiness. And sometimes it happens that they do find that peace, that joy. But there are some people today that will tell you that they don't have time to serve the Lord. They don't have time to realize how great God is. But friends, there's coming a day, and there's coming a reckoning day, that every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow. We're going to meet that Savior. One of these days, and us Christian folks, or everyone that loves the Lord—not just not us—that's going, everyone that loves the Lord is going to have that reward of entering in to an everlasting, eternal life, forever and forever. Someone asked me later, not this week, earlier. I mean, have you ever dreamed of hell? Lord, I don't want to, because I know that the torment. Maybe I will sometime, and when I I say that, that is not meaning that I have wandered away from what I believe. That's not wandering away from what God has blessed me with. But no, I can't say that I have, maybe, in life. This person said, I just wonder, will he give up, well, you're talking about God. And we were just visiting, and it came up, yeah but do you think that he will roll back and let us see what hell is like? You may think so. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But I want you to know one thing, and I don't have the answer to what heaven's like. All I can tell you is what I read in the Word. What I read in the Word, and that's all I know about hell is what I read in the Word, how it's going to be. And we hear sermons preached on that today, but I'm talking, or in this life, but I'm talking about the love of God. He so loved me. He loved me that he gave his son. Friends, that's quite quite a, uh, a thing in life for him to do. It's a thing for us to receive him because he gave his son that we have what we have today. We've seen, like I said, we talked last Sunday on the manger. But the manger is empty today. But Jesus laid in that manger. He was there as a babe. But now... He went on to living in this life, in this world. And when he became, I think, somewhere around 30 years or so, I'm not positive on that for sure, but I, I've looked at there's something about 30 that sticks in my head. Maybe not exactly the 30, it's in the 30s. But he went to the cross. He went to the cross. But why? But when he went to the cross, he wasn't. He wasn't trying to find a way out He just said to the Father Father forgive them They know not what they do and that's what we feel when we come to the Lord. How how did you feel when you found Jesus Christ uh, as your personal Savior? Did you come to with Him with a list uh, of you've committed, you've committed, you've committed? Uh, and No, uh, we was asking, we were asking for that forgiveness uh, of our life, of our wrongdoing, and that sweet, sweet Spirit began to flow into us, into uh, me, and into you, because He has, uh, oh my, that forgiveness there's people today that is one thing that is hard in their life uh, is to forgive uh, is to forgive uh, something uh, as I, was, uh, I, I knew of a man uh, that, that was on my case and I, and, and I didn't feel at that time that I deserved uh, what he was, it had to do with my job and, and I didn't feel like to, that I was in the wrong but he, he seemed to think that I was we passed it on and went on and I still continued to do it. he threatened to, to, to quit using UPS and all of this and that was his that was his privilege that, whatever. But his his daughter caught me one day and she said Did Dad did, did my dad get on you? And if you've ever watched Gunsmoke, Festus would say, Like ugly on an ape. But anyway, but and that's what he would say. But but I said, Yeah, we had a he had a he had a misunderstanding. I wanted to say it as sweet as I knew how oh yeah I didn't like it but I didn't fuzz up and as that word uh, Marcia fuzzed up and I didn't offer to fight with him one thing I'd have lost my job and another thing I don't know I found this out later but another thing I don't know what it would have gained me but his daughter began to tell me and she said tell me the story and I told her what had happened and she said, "Yep, that's exactly what he told me." I said, "Well, good. You know that I'm not lying about it." And she said, "No," <laughs> she said, "No," but I thought he would. But she said he was under the influence, and he has been under the influence of alcohol for some quite some time. She said, "We're having problems with him throughout the family. We're having this kind of a problem." He said, "He can't even run his business like he needs to be running his business because of this." And she said i talked to him pretty straight and knowing this lady i'm sure that probably happened and i said okay i forgot it she said i'm apologizing i said you don't owe me an apology she said no i don't but i'm apologizing i can't apologize for him and he will not apologize to you fine that's okay but he treated me in a different way afterwards He treated me, and nothing was ever said about that argument, about his fit throwing at that time. But he didn't apologize. But there are some people that is not able, or can't, or won't, maybe can't, okay, let's leave it at that. But there's times that when there was a time that when Jesus Christ came into our life that we may had to make after we were praying and God has or Jesus has forgiven us and where our sins are forgiven, we may have to make restitutions. We may have to go and say that I'm sorry. And it is not seemingly hard for me to do this. I, the part I worry about, do they really think? Because it doesn't seem hard for me to say that. I just don't want to say it just to be saying it. I want to be really felt heartfelt that i am sorry for the things that i might have said and done that's going back to the love of jesus he so loved me he gave his son's life those that don't know the lord they can't cope or they can't uh, imagine or they can't see in Proverbs and I'm not going there but in Proverbs I've done it down in, in chapter 3 verse 5 uh, let not lean not on thine own understanding when Jesus moves into our lives and Satan has moved out I need to realize that it's not my idea my ideas are just my ideas but when Jesus leads us through the times when he leads us through the still waters when he leads us and he helps us through the valleys that we go through lean not on my own understanding i try to understand things my wife straightens me out praise god she's just a pretty smart lady but she gives me she said sometimes she may say I, you may me." i don't know how she says it but she explains it to me and it's sometimes a whole different thing than maybe i was thinking but she helps me out and, and, and I love for her to straighten me out. Really, I do. It's Sometimes it's kind of hard to bite the bullet. But we, we, we love, and that is a love one for another, one to another. We love each other. And we learn in, in the next verse of that, it says, uh, Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Isn't that great? Acknowledge him. Praise God when we acknowledge the Lord. He brings us through the difficulty times in life, and He will continue to bring you through difficulties because we serve Him. How long will it take? I have no idea. There is no time limit on what God can do. The limit uh, He will move in His will and at His time, but I'll assure you it will be in the right direction regardless of what you and I are, are Christians think when we're praying how we want it prayed, but the answer will be in the right way then i have to get my frame of mind wrapped around that answer and give him the praise and glory because he's answered a need in life many of you here today possibly every one of you there's been needs in your life that god has met and i'll assure you the day that you live today tomorrow how long ever you live he will continue to give you that need, to give you that answer. Why? Because it goes back to what I said, the love of God. He loved me. He cared for me. And he gave me that very chance. There's people today... And I was thinking about this and I don't know just exactly how this fits in but we've read in the word of God the love of money is the root of evil and it's not actually the money itself the dollar bills it's the way we receive it it's the way that we act upon it praise God someone asked me uh, what would I do with a million dollars and I said I don't know don't give it to me I don't want to try I don't think I could ever I'd be a regular smart aleck probably no doubt uh, I, you know because I've never had that and I'm not looking forward to having it uh, oh, It'd be great if somebody, didn't, Lord, God ain't told you to give me a million. Has he? Okay, uh, the Lord, uh, you know, if somebody lays it in my lap, you know, if it's God's will. But what I'm saying, I'm not praying that prayer. God has been good to me. He has blessed me, and He has let me have what we have today. We're not rich, but God has blessed us, and He's allowed us to have what we have. Is that wrong? No. He allows us to have possessions. He wants us to have possessions. Praise God, he, he, he allows that to happen. But where the wrong is, is when we put it before the love of God, before we give God the credit and God the recognition that he needs for blessing our home and blessing our lives. We're going to receive tonight something through our children's program here of a Christmas program tonight. Why? Because they have practiced, they have worked, and they're wanting to put the meaning out to you and I how great God is. And I have no idea what the program. I was in here this morning, but I was up there in the corner in the, in the office there. Or I call it the office. But the Lord has moved in our congregation and they have blessed our people and tonight our children are going to bless us through what God really what Jesus Christ really means to us at this time of year praise God another verse of that be not wise in our own eyes depart from evil be not wise in our own eyes lean not on our own understanding there's things in this life and I've said it before When we get something that says requires some assembling in a package or in something, most generally everything you get, there's some kind of a paper in there to tell you how to operate it or if there's assembling to it that you assemble to it, and it's in there for a reason. (laughs) But if I try to do it under my own understanding, and I have, And it didn't work. But if we lean, not always, but if it leans, uh, uh, lean not on our own understanding. But that is a purpose for that paper to be in there. When everything fails, you talk to people today, and I'm sure each of us that that googles that can Google, that will Google, <laughs> we look up things on the thing on the internet uh, uh, to say. Uh, I looked up something. What was it? I was trying to look. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I was trying to look up uh, something, and, and and you don't have to know exactly what you're looking up. Just type a few words in, and if they're spelled right, it'll pop right up. <laughs> It'll even tell you how to change oil on your car. It will. Our son bought a new car, not a new something. He's traded so many times he needs dealer tags. But he, he 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 had his other brother to work on it to lift it up to make it look cool, and, and you know for a teenager, he ain't a teenager, but to make it look real real good. And he, he started home, and he said it made a racket. You've got to know this, boy. If the check engine light comes on, he'll park beside the road till a wrecker comes and gets him. But it made a racket. And he called, he called Chris back, and he said, something ain't right. He said, where are you? He said, I'm, I'm, I'm in Mountain View. Oh, he said, I think I'll go on. It just only does it when you turn. Well, let me tell you, friend, it ain't a straight shot from here to Springfield. You're going to have to turn once in a while. So he gets home, and he has someone to turn that wheel while it was sitting there. He didn't make that racket. Why? Because it wasn't moving. That's pretty simple. Lean on not your own understanding. So he gets out and drives. I I could just see these these two out there going up the street, and one of them turning the wheel and the other listening. (laughs) (laughs) But they figured out that it was a piece of plastic, which that's on a lot of cars. That was the wheel that he went to bigger wheels, tires, maybe I'm trying to say, and they hit that. So he says, I'll just fix that. To him, a screwdriver is a butter knife. So he got to looking, and you had to take the bumper off. Oh, my so he goes and gets him some tools where did he go walmart he didn't have any tools and he takes that off and he removes this th- piece of plastic and he calls his brother he knows better to call me because i have no idea he calls his brother and says this part i've taken off oh he sent him a picture that's another good thing a phone he took the picture and sent it to him he said do you think this needs to be on there It's not on there. The answer is no, it's not there. He was so proud that he leaned on his own understanding (laughs) and was able to do this ordeal. But the scary part is, how is he going to get the bumper back on the rig? Because he has no idea. He said it was heavy. Anyway, get off of that. He did that. But he was proud of himself because he accomplished something. But, friends, let me tell you something. When Jesus Christ saves us, we have accomplished something. We have accomplished the hell itself. And we're going to heaven to be with him by learning his word. And that is our direction to heaven, as I said. What is when we get those boxes open? We look at the direction. Someone told me the other day, that are here sometime back when you put something together, if you don 't have two or three screws left over, if you have two or three two or three screws left over you 've done a great job, so i won't always want to tell my wife when she has something for me to put together and and, and i my favorite saying is they have sent some extra screws. But that's not the case. What does this have to do with the message? Lean not on our own understanding. This is our instructions to what I'm talking about this morning. We leave. We live according to what this book tells me to live. Praise God. There's been a time in life, and and, and that I have, and there's still people that does that. When, do, do you remember whenever the state would issue what they call a blue book? And it gives the list of all your state employees. And you can even look up there and see how much they make. To me, that's just being nosy. (laughs) Well, it is. But friends, this is a book we look up to and see how we're going to make heaven. Friends, I want you to know that God is real. And his love is real. And my love to him needs to be real. It needs to stay. It needs to have that. I need to have that, uh, that, that direct line to him that I can pray. Sister Elsie was telling me as I was visiting with her. She was telling me. She said, she said uh, it, it's amazing. And I've said this too, and you may have said it. How God can listen to everybody at the same time and know the need that you have. Isn't that great? Sometimes, if we got a one-track mind, and, it, and it's, a lot of the times, as I said before, the train leaves without me because sometimes I have a one-track mind. But we're not leaning on our own understanding. We're leaning on what the Word of God tells me to do, and it says, "It says, do not be wise in thine own eyes." It's okay to take advice. It's okay to be advised about something. What my advice may be may mean nothing to you, and that's fine. That's that, that's okay. But what I'm saying is, when God advises us uh, through His Word and through His through His authority in, in living for Him, that He gives us the blessings of life. I need, you need, we need to pay attention and know what he's trying to tell me. Stay away from it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. How many hate yourself? Kind of what I thought. We don't. We love ourselves. We're going to take care of ourselves. We're not going to jump out in front of an automobile. We're not going to sit on a railroad track. (laughs) Our grandkids says, "Peanut sitting on a railroad track, heart was all a flutter." Long come a choo-choo train, toot-toot, peanut butter. (laughs) But God has given us enough (laughs) of put-togethers that we're going to protect ourselves. Why do we go to the doctor? protect herself, try to live longer. Is that right? That's right. I do try to live longer. My granddaughter's taught me something that it really upset her, and I didn't realize it really upset her that well. When I get a cold, when I get something, I, it doesn't matter what I get. I She'll say, how you doing? I'll say, I'll do you about one more clean shirt. Grandpa, quit saying that. And that was offending her. She said, Grandpa, we want you to live I didn't realize it upset her that much. She don't bring me gifts and stuff, so I didn't think she loved me. Yes, she does. Not being wise in her own eyes. Loving our neighbors. Praise God. I love the Lord. I thank Him. Give Him that praise and glory. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. If we don't have God, if we don't have God, these things can be a problem. What are these things? The things that the devil offers us. The things of the world. As I said, it's not the world itself. It's the people that's in the world. It's just, it's like us. It's not this building that makes the church. It's we the people that makes the church we've got a fine wonderful sanctuary a great place to worship the Lord a great facility here why? because God has blessed us God has given us that opportunity to find that peace that joy and that love God has loved me God has took care of me and he still continues to take care of me what are you facing tomorrow? I don't know I don't know, I may go through many many times of pain I may do that but it still doesn't say that God won't take care of me just because. He's not going to give me pain to punish (coughs) or allow me to have pain to punish me. He don't punish people. He lets them come by choice. You found the Lord by choice. You could have said no. You could have said I know it all. You could have said I have plenty of money. I don't need to worry about my life but God's in control and he will keep us within his hand God is good all the time Father we thank you Lord for the love Lord there's no way that I can explain how much you love me how much you love people how much you love the church Lord I know what I read about how great you are The miracles you performed the promises you have promised and i thank you for that today lord i thank you for our precious people lord that is with us to stay lord to be able to see and to love and to have that love one to another lord of loving each other and loving you and that's why we have that love is because the you your love Lord, when we find that peace, that joy in serving you, not that we not that we sit down but continue to serve you. But when we find that joy, we can just continue to serve you and to love you. Lord, with an open mind and an open heart to receive what you have in store for us. Now guide and direct us. Help us, Lord, to be able to withstand the things of this world. God, to be able to be able to stand in the gap to help those that are suffering. And go with us and guide us, and we'll give your name the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope that you got a special blessing out of today's message. We'd like to invite you back next week for another edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast.